Where you at? Where you at? Oh, you got plans. Don't say, Don't say that. that. Shut, Shut your, your trap. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your trap. <laughs> That's not kind. <laughs> Be kind. Oh, kindness. There's a song yeah. called Be Kind. Please rewind. Oh, look at And it's it's a pop punk song by a very not famous band. <laughs> and uh, it's just them yelling Be Kind for like three <laughs> minutes. Just <laughs> yeah. to say that on all the VHS. VHS what? VHS tapes? What did I just say? VHS tapes? Yeah. It said that on all the VHS tapes. Oh, man. How long has it been since you have walked into a Hollywood video or a blockbuster? Aw, uh, too long. At least 10 years. That's yeah, like, crazy to think. Remember Vibes like video? Were, okay, were you more Hollywood video or were you more blockbuster? Honestly, dude, do you remember Vibes video? No. In Old Hickory? <laughs> no. There was a store called Vibes video. It was in this, um, uh, what do you call it? It's like strip mall or whatever. And it had tanning beds in it and everything. It was just so run down. But it was right next to the house. So that's where I went. I think I went in a Blockbuster maybe three times. Oh, wow. That was my place. Growing up in Madison, there was a Blockbuster on one corner of the street, and there was a Hollywood video on the other corner of the street. Mm-hmm. So it was basically like dueling gas stations, but, yeah. but you know, video <laughs> stores. And my mom always took us to uh, Hollywood video. Really? Yeah. But my dad, like, this is classic because... So everybody in my dad's side of the family always seemed to be polar opposites with my mom's side of the family. Right. So like where my mom would take us to Hollywood video, my dad would take us to Blockbuster. Mm. And that's hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> Dude. They just always seem to be dueling like that. That was so like, those were the good old days, bro. Like yeah. you go get a VHS movie, come back, pop it in. Yeah. Watch I, uh, it have to rewind it before you can watch it again. Mm-hmm. I remember that my brother, he would get on to me so much because every time that we would go to the video store, uh, I would always get one of the two same, like two, like one of the, of only two movies. Mm-hmm. I would always either get like Mike yeah. with um, Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow. Or I would get Fern Gully. <laughs> Which one? I don't know that one. It's like, it's like an old cartoon. Huh. Uh, Stupid. The worst is when you get a movie and it wasn't rewound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you had to do it. You had to rewind it. it. Like, yeah. that just kills the vibe. Or they mm-hmm. just didn't like it and, like, didn't, like, they stopped it halfway through the movie. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> <laughs> craziness. Well, that's awesome. This is Free Wine and Unleavened Bread. And we talked through the whole intro. But we're feeling all nostalgic now. We yeah, are yeah, feeling yeah. nostalgic. Yeah. <laughs> Hope it, you're feeling nostalgic. Then it transferred listeners. to, like, Net, like not Netflix, it went to like Redbox. Redbox. And now Redboxes yeah. are gone. They oh yeah, don't. like they didn't last at all. Yeah. Redbox is still a thing, but it got beat out kind of yeah. pretty much by like Netflix Streaming. and Hulu yeah. and Ugh. all of those things. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, this is free wine and unleavened bread. I'm David Overstreet. That's David Overstreet. Hey, I just want to be introduced first. Corey Ann gets introduced <laughs> first all the time. So yeah, I sorry, I just kind of. Go yeah, clockwise. Yeah. Yeah. No, the last time you looked at me and I thought you were going to. And then you <laughs> Tricks <laughs> you. So, yeah. uh. We also have Whitney Mikayla Williamson. Honestly, you can just say Wit. Wit Whittle. Yeah. Wit, Wit Whittle. And Corey Ann Thorpe. Hey, guys. Uh, how's it feel? Hey, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need a nickname. A nickname? I'm playing, I'm starting on a volleyball league, though, and it asks for your nickname for on your shirt. Mm. And I put Coriander. 
coriander. Coriander. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I, don't I don't know. I thought about it for a long Spicy. time. Spicy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Man, now I'm going to be thinking about that all night. What is that face, <laughs> Whitney? Uh, <laughs> my face. Is my face. Okay, so no, there was, um, we were at church, and our friend, me and Bria's friend Colton, that used to live here, we were actually talking about this today. He used to be like, bruh. So instead of being like, amen, when he like, something pastor said, I guess he would be like, bruh. But <laughs> that's not the point. The point is there was a, a different guy. Colton moved back to Alabama. Lame. And here's your uh, shout out, my friend. Um, but there was this guy that sat behind me and Bria. And Bria's like, oh, we should, you know, be friends with him. And I was like, ah, I don't know. And then pastor was preaching, and he was like, ooh, spicy. And we're like, oh, he's a fake Colton. <laughs> <laughs> You're not real. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm sure that dude was a cool dude. He was a genuine dude. Um, we actually never got the opportunity to talk to him. I think Bria might have. But you said spicy, and I'm like, oh. Mm. I thought you might turn around and be like, do you want to go out sometime? <laughs> 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 this seems like something you would say. Are you good? Just, are you good? Like, you can't talk. hear? Cut this part out. It said, it. I thought you guys heard it too, but it was like a beep and it said, need to recharge headset. So I didn't hear what you guys just said. Oh. I can oh. hear you now, oh. but. Well, I, well, it's probably better you didn't. <laughs> it's kind of. <laughs> Ragged on you a little bit. If the Bluetooth was on too, so it'll just die <laughs> soon. And that you won't hear anything? No, you'll be able to hear. It's hooked up, but it's like the Bluetooth is also on, but it's not connected to anything. So it's just on for no reason. What did you rag on me? Huh? I was saying that, like, that guy that said you're spicy, or not you're spicy, <laughs> that spicy to whatever he was saying. I thought you might turn around and be like, "Hey, do you want to go out sometime?" Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's a, that, I feel like that's something you would say. You look at <laughs> yeah, be like, See, wait, <laughs> I thought she was really mad when you said that because she was like, "Yeah, I was like, oh, no. me too." She's like, "What did you just say?" <laughs> no, if she was mad. She would have thrown something in your face. Yeah, or thrown me out the window. Actually, mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot better about my temperances. Yeah, you've gotten kinder. <laughs> I wanted to play the laughter one. <laughs> I missed it again. Yeah, nice. Mm. Dang it. How dare you. So let's think about a, a nickname for Coriander. Do we want to go with Coriander because it's spicy? Because it's a, it's literally a spice that you use in cooking. Mm. The Coriander. Cori- oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> if it's on a volleyball shirt, that makes sense. But don't, don't ever say that not on a volleyball <laughs> shirt. Well, like I was thinking like... She's like serving the ball with the Corey hand. I don't know. I'm I'm trying here. I'm trying. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <sighs> figure it out. Yeah, I'll sleep on it. How's everybody doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Doing pretty spicy. Did you, were you uh, pretty patient last week? Mm, actually, <laughs> as we're talking about the fruits of the spirit and how you can't achieve those. In your flesh, you it just literally comes from abiding in Him. I have felt a similar word, but not the same one that you shared on our last episode with patience. And it's just like, just keep doing what I tell you to do and don't worry about it, mm-hmm. yeah. kind of thing. Like, be obedient. Don't let this be your focus. Focus on me. Mm. I think it's Matthew six thirty three. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Yep. And it's but really focusing on that, seeking first the kingdom. But the thing is, is you can't really seek the kingdom without seeking the king. Yeah. 
So you gotta know who's at the at the wheel. You know who's who's the king of the kingdom. I don't know. <laughs> it's true though. It's true though. It is true. There's yeah, something you would like go with like a horse and carriage <laughs> type metaphor. <laughs> since we're talking about kingdom, but you didn't. You went nope. with a car. Like, yeah. Who's at the wheel? At the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just who's got the reins. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there's just some things that I think that maybe I had been trying to take the reins on, and I I just really want to be at that place where I'm not trying to have any control in it, or manipulate or pursue it. I just I'm. I'm just pursuing God. You know what I mean? Because it says good things will chase you down and pursue you. Yeah. Actually, I want to find that verse for you guys. Hmm. Well, it's actually like good things will overtake you. While she's looking that up, kindness is on the menu for today. Mm. Yeah. We'll be talking about kindness. Okay. I found it for you guys. It's Deuteronomy. 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 I can speak. It's twenty-eight two, and the amplified. Hard. It says, "All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you pay attention to the voice of the Lord your God." Mm. And so, just paying attention to His voice, because I, you know, I've been asking to hear Him more clearly. Um, and when it comes with that, it's usually Him telling you to do something that is contrary to what your flesh is trying to do on its own, kind of thing. Yeah. And so, not just asking to hear him but being obedient when i do yeah so it's like we i feel like we i mean we're made to serve him and we're made to want to serve him so it's like when we're not doing what he says it's like there is that emptiness there and there is that like longing to do Mm -hmm. to serve and to be what he calls us to be yeah so guys let's get into the topic let's talk about Mm -hmm. kindness I'm gonna play like. A, would you kindly tell me what's so funny, Corianne? You just like looked. It's like so serious. Yeah, it was like Chris Hansen, you know, and Chris Hansen would like bust in on the Predators or whatever and be like, "So, yeah, <laughs> let's talk about why you're here. Let's talk about why we're here. Why Thanks. are we here? We need to be more kind on the ice. We need to fight less." On the ice. Yeah, the fans might, may not like the fact that you mentioned hockey, dude. So What? I mentioned hockey? Yes. When did I mention hockey? Just now. Chris Hansen? You literally just men- mentioned hockey. What did I say? Like, did he not mention hockey? No, I said Chris Hansen. No. I heard you mention hockey, like, right after his name. No, like... On how to catch a how predator. How to catch a predator? Predator. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who wow. Chris Hansen is, obviously. Oh, like Dateline, like uh, yeah, he, how to catch a predator. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, show. I was thinking predators, hockey. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, anyways, let's talk about kindness, guys. Um, how did Jesus portray the fruit of the spirit? G- through his miracles. Through his That's miracles. One way. Yeah. Through evangelism. It wasn't just his his performing miracles. It was always an act of evangelism as well as mm-hmm. kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, the leper, I think, is especially the one that stands out to me because at that time lepers were like unholy, unclean. They were considered like don't even go near him. Yeah, and um, yeah. Also, think he was gentle in his way with rebuking individuals. So, like the Pharisees, like he had a way of 
rebuking them and condemning them without getting like angry with the exception of the one time, <laughs> which was righteous anger. We've talked about this. I think he was very, um, he did it the right way and he was very kind to them, but also in a way that was rebuking and um, correcting. So, and then just like the very fact that he forgave us, like his kindness extends in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be, right. To be just friendly and considerate and generous. And I think generosity is a huge part of kindness because um, somebody can be nice to you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. But kindness offers something more. It, like, imparts something to you. Right. Um, or to the person receiving, if you will. Like, I can be nice to somebody and listen to them and kind of, you know, whatever. But when I'm kind to somebody, I'm giving and I'm generous of my time and my talent and whatever I have to, to pour out. Like, I'm willing to invest that into you um, kind of thing. Um, one person that we all know that I immediately think of when I think of kindness is our friend Peyton. Um if you guys don't know Peyton Goodner, you should. She's awesome people. But I just really see that quality of Jesus in her. Like, she's so generous with her time and giving. And she's like, oh, it's no big deal. And in my head, I'm like, that's a big deal. I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. And she's like, oh, it, no, it's fine. Oh, it's good. You can have it. You can have it. You can have it. And it's it's a giving oneself away. And I, I see that quality of Jesus in her so much. Mm-hmm. And just, you guys probably have somebody in your life that you see Jesus working through with that kindness towards others. And yeah. I, I love that quality so much. It's actually so convicting when you're being not very kind and someone else is super kind to you anyway. And you're like, whoa, yeah. check my heart here. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a family at my church, um, the Myers. They, I mean, church pas- practically rides on their shoulders because they do so much for the church. Um, and you can tell that it takes a toll out of them, but they still are just as happy to do it. Uh, so they're incredibly kind with their time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, let's get back to how did Jesus portray the fruit of the spirit? I think <laughs> Corian got this. Oh, I was just gonna kind of add on to what David said. It's, there's so many times before Jesus heals people. And he said, and it says that he had compassion on them. So he doesn't just see it as an opportunity to, you know, make a show or whatever. But he has like this genuine compassion. He truly cares about his people and just so kind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. About Zacchaeus too. Like the whole thing with Zacchaeus Mm -hmm. where he dines with him. And yeah. Like by the end of it, Zacchaeus is like, you know, I'm going to change my ways and I'm going to give four times as much as I've. Uh, if I've taken anything from anyone or just like give half of what I have to the poor and stuff. So it's just mm-hmm. like having that kindness can affect someone in that way. It's just yeah. incredible. And like he, d- he doesn't see like with Zacchaeus, he's a tax collector, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 And so obviously they were viewed as kind of the scum of the earth back then. And so it's just amazing that Jesus didn't see people for what they do or or anything like that he saw them as people that he genuinely loves and cares about and he showed his kindness to them regardless of their political or not political whatever (laughs) regardless of you know their standing in society or what they do or whatever yeah um talking about jesus's compassion and how that's linked to his kindness uh i'm reminded of when he was riding in on the donkey on palm sunday um 
a week before his crucifixion, like all of these people were like laying down leaves and or palm leaves uh, in front of him, like making straight way the the way of the Lord. Um, and he's like he cries on the way in because he knows that these people are so lost, and he knows that a week from now they're going to be crucifying him. And so he's like he like he weeps because because they're so lost and because he wants them to have salvation. He wants them to trust in him as their Messiah, but people are just so blind sometimes. Um, so yeah, that's just, that just reminded me of that. Um, how does the father portray this fruit of the spirit in the old Testament? One of the ways I think in what we talked about in our last episode is that he's like, the verse that you had shared, Corianne, he's patient. He's not willing that any should perish, but he's patient with us, hoping that all will come to repentance. Like, he shows kindness and how patient he is with us. Whenever he tells us something and maybe we delay in doing it or um, sending Jesus and there's people that are still, you know, on the fence about it. And he's, he's just so kind and he gives you good things anyway and he gives you grace and mercy anyway. Just, yeah. just like Jesus, like I know this isn't in the new or in the Old Testament, but Romans two four, his kindness leads us to repentance. Yeah, like he could wipe us out at any second. You know, yeah. he has that power. But yeah, I mean, I think the flood. You know, after the flood, I th- the other day I was driving down eight forty and I saw a rainbow and I was like, it's God's promise right there. You know, mm-hmm. uh, just realizing that you know, man. Man needs the compassion of God. Men need the kindness of God. Um, and just promising to never do that again. Just it's powerful. It kind of breaks my heart in a way, too, because a lot of people that have, like, a, per- a perverted view of God just see him as, like, this angry judge. But the Bible talks about how good and how kind he is and his character and that he provides for his children and that, you know, he's looking out for you. And that he brings you good things. He he supplies for you. And it just, it breaks my heart that kindness isn't one of the immediate things that a lot of people think of when they think of God. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I know you're right. There are a lot of people that are atheists or agnostic will say, like, you know, that the traditional, why does God let bad things happen? Why is God so cruel? But then again, it's like, have you read the Bible? Like, there's a lot of things <laughs> that God does that are not cruel. And I don't know, it's just, it's just a very cynical way. And it's also just, I don't know, it's very, I don't know, it, it's an easy way, it's, it's a way easy way out right? yeah, to, to not say take that. responsibility. Because right. it says through one man's sin, mm-hmm. you know, those things entered the earth. Not because God made the garden and in the garden he decided he wanted bad things to happen. No, it says through one man's sin. Right. And we don't acknowledge the fact that it's us opening doors, and right. we have authority, and we have our part in it too, and we just give him the responsibility for everything. When he, he said, no, I have authority and dominion, you know, like, yeah. here's the earth, have dominion, subdue it. And God, and like, we're told, like, there will be trials. Not, like, if there's trials, there's going to be trials. There's going to be bad things that are going to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like we're not prefaced with that in the Bible. It's just something that, I don't know. 
And his kindness is so overwhelming that we can withstand those tribulations and those trials because of it. Right. Yeah. And that it really, it, um, his kindness reminds us to be kind to those who are going through trials and are impatient with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, people do us wrong, not meaning to sometimes, and we've got to show kindness to them knowing that they're imperfect, knowing that they need grace just as much as we needed grace. And um, it, just really quickly, I think it's so interesting. Anytime someone does something to you, a lot of times I'm like immediately convicted when I get angry because I'm like, I've totally done that to God. Yeah. In so yeah. many ways. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Did I ever tell y'all about the the one time that uh, my dog taught me a lesson about God? Mm-mm. So, <laughs> so I took her to the park one day and um, she was like having a great time and stuff, but she was getting tired and I could tell. And so I was like, all right, let's go home. Like, like I started like calling her to the car and she just would not come at all. And so I was like, okay, I'll let you rest for a little bit more. And then, you know, five minutes later, I'm like, hey, all right, come on, let's go. And she wouldn't get up. And so I go over to her and I'm like, I pick her up and I set her on her feet and I'm like, let's go. And she like gives me this look of, I'm not going with you. You're not my dad. And, (laughs) and like, honestly, it it hurt. I was like, the, the look that this dog gave me, it honestly hurt. I was like, do you not like, do you not want to like, it was a look of, I don't want to go with you. Mm. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't want to go with you. And honestly, at first it hurt. But then, like, later on in the day, I was thinking about it, and I was like, "That I've done that to God so many mm-hmm. times. Where it's like, you, yeah, you probably have what's best for me, but I don't want to go with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that broke my heart even more. I was like, ah, oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> Same. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've wanted someone to just want to do something because they just, down in their heart, want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And. I, I felt really convicted because I know that's what God wants for me. He doesn't want me to do it out of obligation or beco- because, you know, I feel like I have to. He wants me to want to do it. Yeah. And that same, same. Yeah. Um, okay. So what did Jesus teach us about the fruit of the spirit in his ministry? I, th- I think, um, I think he taught us that like kindness isn't just when you're feeling up to it. Mm. Like, you know, sometimes you're in a good mood, you're having a good day. It's like, you know, I'll do this for this person. What about when you're not having a good day? What about mm. when you're at work and you're just mad for no reason? Yeah. Like, or if there is a reason and someone totally did you wrong. <coughs> like, are you still going to go the second mile? Mm-hmm. Are you still going to do what you're called to do? in that way to have that servant heart and like be kind to someone, not in a just, Oh, let's, let's be nice. But like trying yeah, like Whitney was talking about earlier, like going that extra mile and actually putting the effort into being kind to someone. Yeah. Um, I kind of had like a revelation the past week, <laughs> just like how there was a table that came in, um, last week and they actually complained on me and I hadn't had anyone complain on me before. And I was just thinking about that night, um, what was going on. And, you know, my help left at like 7 o'clock. And I had like 20 tables all by myself. It was just horrible. And I remember I was taking their order and there was somebody behind them that was flagging me down at the same time. And I like, I kind of did the whole like, hold on. 
you know? Um, and, and I was just like very rude and I didn't, I thought about it later and I was like, I didn't make an effort to be kind to that table at all. Like I was just being like, what do you want? Like, let's just get get this done. Yeah. And of course they complained on me. Like that's what happened. And so, you know, for the past few weeks I've been making an effort to like try and actually talk to people, converse with people, ask them how their weekend is. Like, you know, just actually talk to them, you know? And I just, I've noticed that people are more generous in that way. Like when, with their tips, if you talk to them and that's not why I do it, but it is, it just makes me feel better about the fact that I'm like actually trying to have a meaningful interaction with somebody and not just a transaction. Yeah. Mm, You know, that's good. So, yeah, that reminds me of, um, sorry, that reminds me of when, Jesus was feeding the 5,000. So he had been preaching all day long. His disciples had been, you know, tending the crowds all day long. Um, It was like late. It was like getting close to supper time. Jesus was exhausted. The disciples were exhausted, but everybody was hungry. And Jesus was like, we can't send them back on their way without feeding them. You know, they'll, they'll faint. And so despite his own... Like fatigue, fatigue, fatigueness, is that a word? Um, And despite his own hunger, he chose to tend to the crowd first Mm -hmm. and he performed this miracle. And so like that's absolutely going the second mile and absolutely putting yourself last and putting others first, which is what this generation teaches us not to do. It's always put yourself first. It's always like tend to yourself first. Mm -hmm. That doesn't, that isn't what Jesus teaches us he teaches us to be kind and to put others before ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's good. Anybody else have anything? There's a verse and it just says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you, but love your enemies and do good and lend expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the most high for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. I just, yeah. I love that verse because it is talking about doing things for people and it'll, it's not because it's going to benefit you. And I, I really think that that just sums up kindness so well. Yeah. It's expecting nothing in return and it's lending. It's not just tolerating people. It's, it's going the extra mile. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it also takes kind of, I mean, we keep going back to this. It just like, you also have to have a certain degree of trust in the Lord especially when it comes to that. You know, when you give to someone else, you're taking away from some of your, what you have. And that's, that requires like, Oh, God's going to provide for that hole. And he'll, he'll give me more than I could ever ask for. And even I know he will, I don't even have to have the mindset that he won't like, I just, God's going to provide whatever I do, whatever I give, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And even if he doesn't right away, he will. And then that comes back to patience. This is all oh, this is connected, you guys. Yeah, it's all connected. I see too good or uh, kindness. I need my whatever slide here. Um, <laughs> kindness is is more than just like being nice. And I know we've kind of talked about that, but I think at the root of it is seeking the betterment of other people, seeking to better their lives. So some of that is even talking to people or talking to a certain person about something that you see is causing issues in their life or leading them down the wrong path, that's also kindness. Yes. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. 110%. Like the friends that I have that I'm the closest to are the ones that'll do that. And it's not that I always am aiming to do something wrong, but it's the ones that love me enough not to let me remain where I'm at. If there's an area of my life that needs light, they come to me with love and grace, but they're like, hey, Wit, I love you. You're doing these things awesome. But, but here's an area where I feel like you're missing it, and I just feel like, you know, you could straighten up here. And I know that they love me, and there's a trust there because I know that they're going to be honest towards me. Yeah. That kind of goes back to, like, what I was saying earlier about how Jesus would gently rebuke these people. Mm-hmm. And just he sets the precedent for that because people will respect you and they'll listen to you more if you come, if you approach them in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Come at them from a kind, gentle heart mm-hmm. instead of, you know, kind of a rebuking, angry place. Judgmental. Judgmental yeah. place, yeah. Well, is there anything, any last things that you want to leave with the listeners on kindness? Any last one? I just wanted to say one verse that I love is Hebrews 13, 2, which says, Show hospitality to strangers because you may be entertaining angels and not know it. I've always loved that verse because you don't want to be kind just because you might run into an angel, but it's just an interesting thought. Can you read it again? Show hospitality (laughs) to strangers because you may be entertaining angels. Unaware. Spicy. spicy. See, that's interesting. (laughs) It's like, I knew that was a verse, but I forgot it was a verse. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was like, like there's, there's like, I don't know. It circulates on Facebook every now and then. Like, you could be talking to an angel. You could be, like, you know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, it was, like, embedded in my mind that that was, like, worldly wisdom. Mm-hmm. But that's that's scriptural right there. So mm-hmm. there's a reminder that, you know, maybe angels are just working through us. You maybe. Know? Maybe. Ooh, we should do an episode on angels. And yeah. Demons. What that's if an angel... Never mind. I was about to say something <laughs> really stupid. <laughs> what if your dog was an angel that day that she taught you a lesson? <laughs> mm-hmm. She is an angel, let's be honest. <laughs> she is. She's a sweetheart. Little Nina Bean. All right, guys. Well, this is Free Wine and Unleavened Bread. We are going to be hitting you next week with goodness. And I'm sorry, David. Just go ahead and say yeah, it. Just say the email thing. Huh? Never mind. Keep going. What? Keep saying what you're saying. Oh, okay. So David wanted me to share the email with you guys. So that is free wine and unleavened bread at gmail.com. Boop, boop. So send us general rebukes. Send us <laughs> kindness. <laughs> I love that. Send us uh, prayer requests or any other, any other thing that you want to share with us. Thanks, guys, for listening. We will see you next week.